welcome to that wrestling show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And I hope and my guests hope that you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I am, of course, Bill Yankovi, joined as always again this time around by Steve. How you doing, Steve? Hey, Bill. Hey, everyone. Happy holidays. And also joining us, he's going to war tomorrow night at the Survivor Series, but he's not going to be in war. He's going to be a witness to war. Ted. What's up, guys? So, uh, as you could probably tell by that intro, we are going to preview the Survivor Series here on the show this week, as well as talk about Full Gear, our thoughts on the show from last week. And uh, some other news that we will discuss. But before we get into all of that, uh, I do have an announcement to make. And I think you guys are going to like this announcement. Because, well, actually, Ted knows about it and Steve knows about it. So this isn't a, a shock to them. Um, but uh, recently, over the last couple of weeks, um, I have joined up with Daily DDT to be a contributor, a paid contributor, to write articles on their website. And as a matter of fact, my first two articles are out right now for you guys to read. Uh, in honor of the Survivor Series, it is all about Survivor Series teams, and in particular, teams where all members are in the WWE Hall of Fame. So it's a two-parter. Check it out. DailyDDT.com is the place to go. And once again, congratulations to Bill on uh, his new endeavor, and I hope that uh, he has fun doing it and everything. Oh, I, I, I have. Thank you. Thank you very much, Steve. Um, Absolutely. Is... a great writer. Thank you. This is... Your, your first article is amazing. Thank you. Um, I, I will say this is something that I've wanted to do co cover wrestling since I was a kid and, you know, podcasts and YouTube have come along and now being able to do it in a writing format, uh, I think is going to be interesting. I haven't done like, like weekly or monthly articles since I was in college. So, um, but still it's a lot of fun. I've met some of the people that work, uh, for daily DDT. They're really nice people. And, uh, hopefully you guys will like my articles. So check it out, dailyddt.com is where you can go check out my articles. All right, uh, before we get to what we were going to talk about, for those of you that do not have Peacock, and I wanted to mention this real quick, Peacock is offering a very big Black Friday deal. Because, and this is for new customers only, new subscribers only, you can pay for the Peacock service for 99 cents a month for the next year. All you have to do is sign up and use the code SAVEBIG and you will be subscribed to Peacock and you will only have to pay a dollar a month for the next year before it goes up to I think what I think it's like 5 bucks so I hope it's yeah, I think it's $4.99 and an addition, additional five bucks if you want to be ad free, right? Which I enjoy being ad free. Oh, um, yeah, I do. Too. <laughs> All of us do. Mm -hmm. 
they we enjoy it so much that they charge extra for it because <laughs> they know we'll pay for it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, if, if if you guys are not a subscriber to Peacock, take advantage of this opportunity because I don't know if you're going to get this kind of an opportunity again anytime soon. Yeah, here is amazing. All right, uh, let's get into AEW Full Gear from this past Saturday night. And the three of us watched the show together. Um, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right off the bat to the both of you. I had low expectations for this show. The show to me, the build up, with the exception of the main event didn't really feel like it was going to be a good show, but wow, did it end up being a surprise hit for me. Yeah, I loved it. From start to finish, it was amazing. It was a good show. I would probably rate it on maybe a C+. I I mean, it's not, you know, like the best show of the year, but for what it, you know, like I said, what it was going into it, it surprised me for like all the right reasons. I'll say the main event and the conclusion of the main event is one of something that I enjoyed uh, and really thought it was one of the better main events that like out of WWE and AEW mm-hmm. uh, on a major pay-per-view have produced in a long time. Yeah. That was very good. We got the outcome. We predicted the outcome. We predicted the winner. Just the how they did it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, I think we all knew, or the majority of us knew, MJF was going to win. It was, how was he going to do it? And the how, excuse me, the how so was surprising. Yeah, exactly, stunning. Yeah. It was definitely a curveball. Curveball. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a curveball done in the right way. Yes. The right timing, the right character, the right angle. Um, which doesn't always happen all that often, uh, you know. But M- it is now MJF's time to shine, and it's this is his proving. This is gonna be his time to prove himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because once they give you the ball, yeah. Uh, and the match itself was actually really damn good. I mean, you know, he's been talking for so long about the bidding war of 2024 for him. If you want to prove, you know, that you are every worth of the dollar that you believe that you are, this is your chance. This is exactly. your Exactly. But um actually you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to Steve for this one. Um because we did talk about the main event. Were there any other matches on this show that you liked a a tremend a good amount, a tremendous amount, however you want to put it. I'd have to go with probably um, the 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 was it the triple the six man tag match mm-hmm. for the for the title for the world trios championship. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was a really good match. And again, that, that was another match where I did not expect the ending to come. Yeah, it was. It, I think it was a good show all around. 
Was it, oh, wow, this show is the greatest show, amazing, but it it was surprisingly good. I liked it. Did you have a match, Ted, that you really enjoyed? Um, I gotta say the match for the, team, for the ROH championship, mm. that match was really, really great. That that match, pardon me, that match might have been the most surprising as far as how good it was. Like, the, obviously the four of them are good. Jericho's good, Danielson's good, Claudio's good, Guevara's good. But they just went like a step or two above. And if anything, they made the Ring of Honor world title more relevant again in that match since Tony Khan has bought Ring of Honor. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one, <clears throat> one piece of news that I do want to discuss, because this does affect, or this does come from Full Gear, but it also came from Wednesday, was Jamie Hayter beating Tony Storm to win, at the time, the interim AEW Women's World title. And then on Wednesday, on Dynamite, they made the official announcement that Thunder Rosa is no longer the AEW Women's Champion, and that Jamie Hayter is, right now, the AEW Women's World Champion. Was it? Right time I, I think it was a bad injury. I think it's a bad injury for Thunder Rosa. It might have been a worse injury than they thought. Um, because next, every time you say, "Oh, interim champion," it's this person's going to come back sooner, more than later. Mm-hmm. And the the fact that um, I didn't watch it, but the fact that they made that change being like the the full blown women's champion it's okay buddy it's okay um I I, I, I do think Sandra Rosa will get a title shot uh, somewhere down the line when she's better but th- this is just telling me Sandra Rosa is going to be out for a while I, I take it Simba is not happy with that decision. <laughs> Sorry about everyone that's listening. That's uh, Ted's dog. I mean, Simba's not the only dog we've had on this show. I mean, uh, my friend Brian, he's had his dog Maisie on. So we're we we are uh, pet friendly on this on this podcast. Oh, cool! cool. Um, You're not Simba. We're all dog friendly here. And let me tell you, when you have a guy named Steve on the show, let me tell you, all beasts are friendly. All everyone's welcome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you have me on there, I mean, you can have anybody on. You can have anything on. So, Steve, so Steve, your thoughts on uh, the the announcement of the the end of the interim part of the world championship, the women's world title? Okay. Um. Don't know. I honestly don't really have much of a thought on it. Okay. And 
one other thing that I should mention, and, and I felt kind of, because I did watch Dynamite this week when they did the announcement, and it felt so weird. Like, the way they described it was how it was after, because I think, yeah, Jamie Hayter had a match. She had a tag match. And after the match, Excalibur on commentary is like, Oh, well, uh, the, we just got word that uh, Tony Storm's reign as champion will be recognized as an actual championship reign. It was, it's no longer considered an interim reign. I'm like, okay, uh, maybe you could have had, maybe you could have had Renee say that as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. But. That was really the other news that came out of full gear. Um, you know, there, there was another match I wanted to talk about that I thought was pretty good. Was the Steel Cage match with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. That was a good culmination for the time being of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Christian's out for a while with a shoulder injury, an arm injury. So you could have Jungle Boy do something else for a while before Christian comes back, and you could have the blow-off with Christian and Jungle Boy at some point. But I, I, I liked that opening match, that steel cage match. Yeah, I like that too. What did you think of that match, Steve? It was very good, I agree. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm, I I think I'm going to agree with you guys as far as the show goes. It was a good show. Not the greatest pay-per-view of all time, but like I said, for what I was expecting, it ended up being better than I thought it would. All right. Uh, all right. Let's turn our attention to WWE, and we have some interesting news that has come out over the last hour or so. Uh, the report is from Fightful Select, and F4W Online and Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting this story. Um, according to a report from Fightful Select, Randy Orton underwent fusion surgery on his lower back recently. While it is not known when the ex or when exactly the surgery took place, his wife posted a picture of him in the hospital on November 14th, which was a week and a half ago. There are currently no creative plans for Orton or a timetable for his return. Um, I'm going to go to... Ted for this one to start this conversation because we talked a little bit about this uh, before we started recording. You, you're a fan of Randy Orton, but this is yeah. this is a blow to or to the WWE roster because Randy Orton before the you know before he had to go away for a while, he was on one of his hottest roles with Riddle, and now we don't know if he when or if he's going to come back. Yeah, it, it it's uh, you know I, I 
I don't want to say that I love Randy Orton. It's kind of like a love-hate thing. Um, but when he's when he's a face, he's really, really good. And he really is kind of a complete package. If you are at a wrestling school and you want to learn how to be, how to add, how to have speed, strength, and charisma, look no further than Randy Orton. He knows how to, he knows how to do a promo. It's, it's true, his voice is really monotone, but he knows how to do cut a promo. He knows he knows what uh, and you know, he's he's been a decent wrestler for a very long time. I mean, Bill, Steve, um he's Okay, I, I agree with Steve's comment. Steve's comment. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, he's been wrestling for a very long time in WWE. He's been a career guy for WWE. And I think if he wanted to leave, he could leave. And he never wanted to leave. Okay, I, I'm going to read what Steve typed, and then I'm going to let Steve talk because he is not a Randy Orton fan. He wrote, <laughs> he's he's cut like a handful of decent promos in 15 years. Actually, I agree with that. Orton's never been like the best promo guy. And then he's like, "Be gone, Satan!" Uh, Pray the Lord. Yeah, 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 I agree. Um, well, fusion neck injuries really do. Uh, fusion injuries really career end careers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has for Edge, um, Stone Cold. Um, I don't know why it's all of a sudden turned into uh, Jim Ross when I said Stone Cold. Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Right, let's, let's get let's get let's get Steve's thoughts on on yeah. this. So, all right. Well, first of all, um, objectively, Orton has had one of the most illustrious and uh, accomplished careers out of anybody in wrestling history. Agreed. He's done it all. Um, he has had a lot of great matches over the years. Uh, he's, uh, and what I mean by that is <clears throat> a 15 year career, 20 year career, however long it's been. He's had his fair share of great matches. You know, uh, he has one of the best finishers ever. I think he does the uh, the arcade oh better than DDP did the diamond cutter. Uh, you know, but at this point, you know, it's like uh, he's had a Hall of Fame career and he will be inducted. And more than likely, this is probably going to be the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already been out there on the road full time for a long time. He's married. Uh, he has a few kids and I'm sure he, uh, you know, him and his wife are going to have that talk where, you know, it's like, okay, are we ready to move on from this? And the fusion thing is something that ended, 
uh, Austin's career. Uh, it put a huge pause on uh, Edge's career. Uh, I believe Sting had some issues uh, that almost resulted in his fusion surgery. So more like more than likely, the odds are Orton is done for good. It is what it is at his age. You know, he's right. not 30 years old anymore. Right. He's you in know? his 40s. And, and uh, I'm sure, you know, uh, the thing is, though, like, Orton's the type of guy where, like, it, it's, it really seemed like he was more in this industry for the money than he was for the passion because he was never the type of person that shared or ex- uh, not shared, but he never exhibited on a consistent basis the same level of passion that an Eddie Guerrero or a Crispin Wall shared every single night. Like it, sometimes it's, it took a fire to lie under his ass to get a good performance out of him. And it, that has been, that has been acknowledged. That's not just me. That's widely fucking agreed upon. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I almost cut you off, Steve. No, no, that, that's just I, my I, opinion. You know? Um, uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, I am glad that he is uh, finally at a point where he is retiring. Uh, just for my own, like, personal, like, you know. Because keep in mind, Randy Orton won the fucking Royal Rumble a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. A few years ago. He keeps main eventing WrestleMania. And I know that's not his fault. It's the powers that be. But it's like, it's like one of those things for me. I'm like, you know, again, you know. Uh, at the same token, you know, uh, I hope he enjoys his retirement, and I hope that he. <clears throat> I'm rambling. Uh, my bad, but yeah. Uh, go ahead, Ted. What were you gonna say? Um, I-, I would agree with you, Steve, and I-, I think he's matured a lot. But beforehand, before he matured, he was one of those. He was one of those guy backstage problems. Oh, he was a uh, dick. I mean, look at Evolution. The, the 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 they literally changed the excuse me. The they literally changed the 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 layout of Evolution, the members of Evolution because they thought um, because Rick and Triple H thought Mark Jindrak would be a bad influence on Randy Orton on a day-to-day basis, so they brought Batista in, which, you know, I, I would agree that Randy's a Hall of Famer. He's definitely going in once with Evolution, and he's probably going in twice by his own career. Uh I mean, here's the thing. Oh, go ahead, Steve. Or, or Ted, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I, I was just going, mm, as in that, that, that's good water. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if I would put... Um, I don't know if I would put Evolution in the Hall of Fame. Because both Batista and Randy Orton both prospered more... You know, outside of it, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I look at Evolution's uh, overall impact on the, uh, don't get me wrong, they were a major part of television, a 
major part of Raw, major, for about what a year and a half or so, at least, yeah, about two years. So I guess, I guess, I mean, if you're gonna put Coco Beware in the fucking Hall of Fame, then I guess you could put any, everybody that was ever employed by the WWE in its history in the Hall of Fame, except for Chris Benoit. <laughs> but uh, I had a like two-time Hall of Fame. You know, Ted, you're right. You know, but still, it's like. Steve, I think you missed uh, the the meeting earlier this year when uh, we lowered the bar for the Hall of Fame. It is no longer Coco Beware. It is Charmel. So (laughs) (laughs) that's with all due respect to Charmel, but you you, you missed that conversation this year. (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, No, but I I do have to say something about the, the legacy of of evolution. Mm-hmm. I remember when evolution was big. I remember hearing backstage talks about Molly Holly joining evolution. I've and, never if heard Molly, of this. and if Molly Holly joined evolution, there would be all five champions were members of evolution. Randy at the time was Intercontinental Champion. Triple H was World Champion. Batista and Ric Flair were tag team champs. Molly Holly was the only champion on Monday Night Raw that wasn't a member of Evolution, and she was a heel. So she would have fit love. I I couldn't see her in Evolution. I'm sorry. I mean, Molly, hey. Molly okay. with all due respect to you, Ted, Molly's one of the nicest people I've I've ever heard. Every I've never heard one bad thing said about Molly Holly. I just couldn't see her being well, in Evo- evolution and the evolution lifestyle, the partying and all that. Evo- evolution wouldn't like, have a woman in, in the first place. They were all about like being players and like, you know, that's true. Womanizing like every hoe out there. Now, uh, like look at their look at their intro, like their uh, their uh, their trailer. They're in a they're in a strip club the whole fucking time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I, I will say this about Randy Orton, even though it hasn't been said that he's retiring, but this is a big step. You know, for him getting fusion surgery, you're thinking maybe he will retire. He had a point in his career, and I can't figure out the exact timeline, but I'll figure it out at some point, where Randy can have the best match on the show. Like, if, if you look, I, like the, the one that always comes to me as like, this is a Randy Orton match you should watch, is him and John Cena at SummerSlam 07. That match was amazing, amazingly great. And, you know, he, he had the, the feud with The Undertaker, the match with Mick Foley at Backlash. Um, and, and like Steve said, and, and, and I've said this many times on the show, I said it with Fro, and Fro agreed with me at the time, you have to light a fire under Randy Orton's ass to get a good match out of him. And when you do, some matches are going to be better than others. 
Yeah. Um, I do see him going in the WWE Hall of Fame. How many times he gets inducted, I'm not quite sure yet. Maybe twice. Maybe. But we have to take a look at, and I hate to say it, but JBL said it a thousand times and he was right. If you were to build, and I'm using their words, not my words, if you were to build a sports entertainer from the ground up, Randy Orton is the definition. He has the look. He has the, the you know the look in the eyes, the look on the body. He's got the ability. The only thing that you know, if you're going to be critical on him, is probably his mic skills. He wasn't yeah. the best, but he was good. But there were times where he'd just go like, uh, like very far away. But and some, a, lot, a lot of that stuff also was just uh, the writing and the angle that he was working right. with at the time, um, because you know uh, his uh, if you look, if you look at all the interviews he's done outside the the, the TV like Raw and SmackDown, but actual real life, mm-hmm. I have no doubt, and I give him all the credit in the world. I, I would I'm sure if they were if they allowed him to be himself, you know more, mm-hmm. it's like pretty much half the people there, I guess. I mean, you saw what Drew McIntyre did when he was finally given, uh, you know, a chance to talk. Yeah. Orton would probably murder it. You know, I'm not saying he would turn into like a CM Punk or The Rock, you know, where consistently every single night, you know, he's lighting the fire on everybody's ass. But I think Orton was just one of those guys where, you know, if he had a, if he had a, if he were just given this true personality, it may have been that, you know, mm-hmm. who, who knows? He is a. Uh... <clears throat> Did you watch his sh- uh, interview with Pat McAfee? No, I didn't. I watched a bit of it, and I'll tell you what he uh, he he is completely different than he used to be when in his twenties. You know, going back to what you guys said, you know, I Ted brought it up earlier. You know, he has matured a lot more, and you can actually have an intelligent conversation with him now. Mm-hmm. So if you actually took his uh, maturity and intelligence now and give it to him when he was 25 years old, he would have been completely fucking different. Yeah, I mean, who knows how many runs as champion he would have had if he had had that mindset in his 20s. Isn't he a 12-time champion? Right. 12 or 13. So, yeah, I mean, he was going to have the career that he did anyway. I'm just trying to say that, uh, you know, if he was working, uh, you know, with a different attitude and a different framework back then, uh, you know, I may have even, you know, I may even be talking different and be like, you know, Orton was one of the greatest of all time because I guarantee you it would have been completely fucking different for like half the people there, you know? All right, let me ask you guys this. Of... The feuds that Orton had, who are his best feuds? Like, who are his best dance partners when he's had feuds? Undertaker. Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, Cena. Him and Cena were usually good. Those two. Yeah. What do you say, Steve? Uh, give me one second to think about that. Okay. 
Um, you know what? Him and Michaels had a good feud in 07. I remember that being pretty good. I remember that. They did. <clears throat> um, I liked the one where Orton was feuding uh, <clears throat> with the McMahons, and uh, he kicked Vince in the head. Yes. That was one of... Like that was one of the best promos. That night on Raw was one of the best promos of his entire career. Even uh, Paul Heyman afterwards went online and praised it. Actually, I remember that feud. Like that that whole build up to that WrestleMania was so good, and and it's forgotten because of how bad the match is at the end. And yeah, I, I just wanted to give you a good answer and a genuine answer. Like, you know, what actually did I actually enjoy? Because yeah, I, I acknowledge he actually did have a good career. Just he was one of my least favorite wrestlers ever. But if I have to go back and watch, if I wanted to watch anything Orton, if I had to watch anything Orton, it'd be that feud right there with the, with the McMahons. Okay. Yeah. He the way he was in Vince's face, I think it was that one Monday night. Do you remember? I think I do. I think the intensity off of his face, you genuinely believed for a moment that he wanted to hurt Vince. You know, that was something that I rarely ever see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ted, it sounded like you may have had another one. Um, I think Taker and Cena were two of the tops, but he also had some good rivalries with Triple H. Like he, him and Triple H had a good rivalry. They they went up and down, going back and forth. Um, he was he was a part of Evolution, of course, and then he was part of the corporation. But then he he also was like. Like, you know, he he's like, you did not make me. I'm better than that. Stuff like that. Right. Um, he had some rivalries with Triple H. Those were good rivalries. I think if he was still healthy, the feud with him and Riddle would have been very interesting. I, I really do. That would have been one of those, where could you have gone with that angle had Randy stayed, you know, if his body hadn't broken down. That would have been a very interesting angle right there. But, you know, once we get more news on Randy, you know, if we do, between now and the end of the year, we'll let you guys know, but I don't think we're going to hear anything for a while, but best wishes to him and his family. Hope he gets healthy and a hundred percent better or as close to a hundred percent as you possibly can. Oh, all right. Well, um, there's a show Saturday night. I don't know if you, you, you all have heard about this. It's called the survivor series. It'll never last. Yeah, it, no, it, it won't last. It won't <laughs> last at all. It, it's an interesting concept, but it, it's not 
it's not gonna last too long now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the Survivor Series taking place tomorrow night in Boston at the TD Gardens. Ted will be there at the Survivor Series. Um. And he's going to be a part of history because he will be witness to the main roster debut of the War Games. And we will talk about the War Games in a little bit. But we do have other Survivor Series matches that we do have to talk about. And we're going to preview them right now. And we're going to each give our own prediction as to how these matches are going to go. Saturday at Survivor Series. So let's begin with the match that was added this past Monday night on Raw. Triple threat match, U.S. Championship, Seth Rollins defending against Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory. Triple threat match, and I'm going to let Steve take this one. It'd be a good match. Pay per view. Yeah. I I I'm looking forward to it. The the those three, especially now with Randy Orton out for an extended period of time. Uh <laughs> it would be great having a chance for Riddle to be, you know, this is the first time Riddle's gonna be like tested being like this is a big match for Riddle by himself. Hey, Can he do it? Riddle's hey. not in the match. I have a surprise for you guys. Oh Riddle Riddle who's in the match? It, it's Rant it's Rollins, Lashley, Rollins, and Lashley. Theory. Oh Theory. My my bad. My bad. I thought it was Riddle. No 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 no. I remember now. My bad. Um it, well, I'll, I'll I'll go with theory now. Uh, it would be a great match for him. It would be a good chance for him to try to shine and be like he proved to prove to everyone that he can do it. All right, all right, Steve. Steve. Orton will be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a. This is a false report what? designed to mislead the masses. He's uh, not really injured at all. <laughs> not in my luck. Right. <laughs> so, what's your next question? Uh, who do you have winning the match? Rollins, Lashley, or Theory? I'm going to have to go with Theory. Wow. I'm going to go with Rollins. Um, okay, I think we're all just in agreement. Lashley's not winning this match, so that, that kind of takes care of itself. I kind of have to go with Rollins on this one only because he just won the belt, and I think him and Theory can have a feud by themselves over the United States title. Agreed. So, view eliminate Lashley from the picture. You could just have it be Rollins and Theory in the future for the U.S. title. Okay, uh, next match, 
AJ Styles and Finn Balor. And before we get to the to the pick, uh, Ted, I know you saw it, but I'm wondering if Steve has seen the video of Dominic and Rhea Ripley crashing Rey Mysterio's house on Thanksgiving yesterday. I, oh, I, dude. You have, you have to show me that. Give me a link real quick. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me find it. I just saw the video. I just saw the video, not the audio. Oh, it's it's hilarious. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll do yep. this. Doc, what are you doing here? We're on here for the holidays. Oh, no, no, right. please leave. I, I brought I brought what money you, here. To what are you doing? Alright, we're gonna we're gonna let Steve watch the video real quick. Uh, so Ted, uh, I, I bet you've never had a, a Thanksgiving like the one Ray had yesterday, huh? I've seen the video. I haven't heard the audio, but I I saw the video. It was kind of hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm, 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 you know, I, I know it's not real. Um, I'm pretty sure Ray and, I mean, Dominic and, and uh, Rhea Ripley aren't dating. But, um, that's what they want. That's what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it, I, I kind of like seeing videos like that. Where you know you know you go to you go you, it it blares into reality mm -hmm. more and I'm like you know what that's pretty funny. Um, I've had now for the holidays uh, I've had some things um, going going on. Um, well, I've. I've told you guys both this um, that I've I I I come from a divorced family, right? Right. So you know you know I, I can probably write say some holiday antics um, are not as great as other holiday antics, mm -hmm. um, but I've never seen something like that happen. No. All right, uh, Steve. I think he's still muted. He's probably watching the video. Video. Yeah. Or did he? Oh, yeah. Okay, he's still here. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I've I've never had um, my son that disappointed me break into uh, my house for Thanksgiving and you know attack me and injure me. Of course, I don't have kids, so, you know, that, that that would really make this whole thing not make any sense, but... No, it was it was actually pretty entertaining. It was worth watching. Yeah. I just finished watching it. All right. I watched, well, the, I watched it a couple times, actually. <laughs> um, Dominic needs to work on contact with his punches and kicks. Um, that was barely even connected. Some of them didn't even connect at all. Uh... 
It's funny. It is. Yeah. I'm just I'm objectively looking at the whole thing. Beautiful home, by the way. They have oh, a yeah. nice house. Holy shit. Doesn't surprise me. Ray Mysterio, dude's a multimillionaire. You know, been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if that really was his house, though. It has to. I, I would think it is. Because you never know, you know what I mean? Because uh, other wrestlers in the past have reported that when they did like a, a segment that was at their house, it was a friend's house or somebody else's house. Mm-hmm. But, uh, dude, talk about a fucking beatdown. <laughs> he dragged uh, Rey Mysterio and broke the fucking thing over his uh, broomstick and the, uh, the glass frame over his... Um, <clears throat> A leg that was protected by a cast. Yeah. <laughs> did y'all notice that was a cast? I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was not really broken. So, <laughs> put two into the Yeah, I just saw that. I just saw that. His, his leg's not really broken, and it's a fucking cast. So, he could have... Dominic, if I were Dominic, I would have beat the shit out of him with that, beat the shit out of that cast, like legit full-blown connected with it, make it look good. <laughs> he didn't have to fake that. Right. Uh, that was kind of stupid. He didn't have to fake that. <laughs> All right. So. I hope Ray Mysterio kind of had a talk with him. It was like, son, my leg's not really broken. You could have, and it would have, I would have sold it and would have looked believable and I would have been just fine. <laughs> Hit my leg and my arm. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, hey, uh, um, man, to reinforce my point, Austin McMahon bedpan uh, hospital scene. Austin fucking wailed on McMahon's leg. Mm-hmm. Because it had a fucking cast on it, wasn't really fucking injured. Right. But he wailed on it full fucking force. You really believe that he wanted to fucking murder him. <laughs> so Dominic, you're young, you're green. Uh, he, he worked for NXT for what a year, right? Or, or. So yeah, uh, great segment though. Overall, very entertaining on all parts. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking at the yeah. details. I'm just observing the details. Excuse me. All right. So uh, AJ Styles and Finn Balor, which has completely been overshadowed by all three of us because of what happened on Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> uh, Ted, I'll, I'll let you take this one to start. AJ Styles and who? AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Oh, yeah. Um, I, get, I, I get Styles on this one. Um, you know, I, I, I think... Um, I... I, I, I I think Styles needs to win a match against um, this group, and I think it's going to be tomorrow night. All right, uh, Steve. I'm going to go with AJ. Right. AJ Styles. I saw a stat the other day, the other day. that surprised me, and I'm going to ask you guys this question. Do you remember the last time AJ Styles won a match on pay-per-view? I got you guys needed on this one. No, I don't. Me neither. 
you have to go all the way back to Money in the Bank 2021 for the last time AJ Styles won a match on pay-per-view. Wow. That's a long time. He has to win this match. Yep. <laughs> Just let him have this one, please. <laughs> I'm going with AJ. Alright, uh, then the final match that is not War Games is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey defending against Shotzi. I'll just take this one because this is going to be very brief. There is no freaking way on this planet Shotzi is winning this title. Ronda Rousey is winning. Yep, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to the main course. We're getting ourselves two servings of war games. We have a men's and we have a women's. So let's start with the women. Uh, it is damage control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, along with Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley against Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and a partner that apparently is being rumored to be announced tonight. On yeah, SmackDown. they were saying that. So, I guess this is going to be kind of a three-part question, because the first two parts contains to tonight. Who do you want it, who do you want the member to be, and who do you think it will be? I'll let you go first. Or Bill. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. Who I want it to be, and somebody said this a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, I didn't even think about this one. Beth Phoenix. Because she took that concerto from Rhea uh, almost two months ago. At uh, Extreme Rules. That would be a good one. That's who I want it to be. Who I think it will be is Becky Lynch. Because I've heard rumors that, you know, she could be ready to come back. If you're going to do it before this year's out, may as well make it Survivor Series. Yeah. Those are good picks. Um, who I want it to be, I think I'd go with Bill. Uh, um, I, I, I would go with, uh, um, I would go with Beth Phoenix, who I think it could be. You know what? I'm going with a wild card. How about Dana Brooke? That is possible. I mean, she's been wrestling. She's been on TV the last few weeks. She has a story. That's not a bad pick. I'll go with Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. As who you think it will be. Yes. Who do you want it to be? That's Phoenix. Okay. Um, I'm just going to throw out a couple of other names because I, I had a talk with uh, a friend of mine, DK, this week on the DK and Bill podcast. Um... 
any chance you guys think maybe either Sasha or Naomi as the fifth member? Ooh, that could be it. Sasha. Possibly Sasha. If it's two, it's going to be Sasha. Yeah, it's going to be Sasha. I mean, they will be in Boston, and that's her hometown. It wouldn't surprise me. I expect it. Oh, okay. Uh, Because this is a big name, and Survivor Series is a big pay-per-view. It is. And she's been rumored for a while. And they've had plenty of time to get her ready and to figure out what the fuck they want to do with her. I think tomorrow, Sasha will be there. All right. Now, who do you have winning this War Games match? Will it be Team Bianca or Team Bailey? Someone's typing away. Okay, let me see what we got. Okay, um, I, I, I guess I'll start this one. I, I, I think it's gonna be Team Bailey. I, I think Bailey's team is gonna win this one. Um, they probably are the most complete team of the two, and I just think it would be good to have a heel team win. So I'm gonna say Bailey's team wins. I think that they're going to want to start the pay-per-view off uh, on a positive note that pleases the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they're going to go with uh, uh, Team uh, Bianca. Okay. And we'll get we'll get Ted's uh, answer in a in a moment. He had to. Vince Vince is the type of person to start the pay-per-view on a bad note. Triple H is the type of person to start the pay-per-view on a positive would, note. Yeah, on a good note. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's true. It, it is true. So, yeah, Vince I mean, doesn't care if he pisses off the fans, and and off more often than not, it almost seemed like in the deep, in the past few years, all Vince really did care about was pissing the fans off. Mm-hmm. Triple H is more about trying to to uh, you know kind of this, this is his era, and he wants to start it off with a bang. Yeah. So Bianca for for the win. All right. Uh, while we wait for Ted, I I, I found this. Um, they have a schedule for everything Survivor Series tomorrow, and they are going to do a post show press conference after the Survivor Series is done tomorrow night. Um, it'll be on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok following the conclusion of the event. So if you feel like you can make it through a press conference tomorrow night after Survivor Series, be my guest. Oh, there's a press conference? Yep, after the the show's over. On YouTube, you said? YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Okay, great. Uh, I might might save that because... uh, Save that to watch later because I'm going to be on a train. Yep. Yep. Um, Ted, your pick for the women's war games match team Bailey or team Bianca? 
I'm going to go with Bailey. I think Damage Control needs a big win. All right. Great. And now we're going to go to the other War Games match, the men's War Games. This is the match I'm looking forward to the most. The Bloodline against the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. I'm going to go with the Brutes. I'm feeling broody. Do you have a pick, Steve, or do you need time? Um, yeah, I have a pick. I'm going to go with the <clears throat> bloodline. All right. Um, I, I have a couple of theories in my head. Not Austin theory, but I have a couple of theories in my head. <laughs> Of how this is going to go. I could see something happening between Sami Zayn and Jey Uso that costs the team the match. That That's the more reasonable of the two. I could see happening. But I'm going to throw you guys, I'm going to throw a wild card into the mix. Because no one's really been talking about it. And I'm going to preach this one. Roman Reigns has not been pinned in almost three years. This is a match. Title's not on the line. You know, no, nothing hurt to the titles will happen. What if Kevin Owens pins Roman Reigns tomorrow night? That'll be amazing. And that's what gets KO his title shot. Yeah. That'll Roman be Roman Reigns hasn't been pinned in almost three years. I I don't think it will happen, but I'm just throwing that out. I'm going with Ted. I'm gonna say the Brutes win the men's war games match. But I expect this one to be the best. I, I expect this to be the best match of the entire show, honestly. I, I do, too. I think that uh, Roman is going to uh, probably KO uh, Mr. KO, uh, you know, as soon as they interact. Yeah, I see what he did there. It's been three years. They're not going to They're not gonna get, just, you know, they're, they're saving that for the Rock. I know, but I, I'm just saying there's there's an outside chance. No, there's not. Three years, three years, no exceptions. <laughs> this is not the first time Roman Reigns has pinned or beat Kevin Owens in the past three years either. So, however, if they do, that means that they got some big plan for KO. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to do it on this pay-per-view. Yeah. This is predictable, in my opinion. That's why I'm going with the bloodline. Okay. I'm I'm kind of glad that we are got mixed opinions on that match because I I think it could really go a lot of ways because the next pay per view isn't until the Royal Rumble and that's the end of January, so you could build something up. Uh, are you all uh, are you we're all watching the Royal Rumble on pay per view, right? right. Uh, that'll be on Peacock, I think. Peacock. I'm, I'm definitely watching it. 
Okay. So, uh, like we said a few times, Ted is going to be at Survivor Series tomorrow night. Um, is this your first Survivor Series? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill. I didn't know that. Um, uh, I had no idea. You guys. I really had no idea. Ted, why didn't you tell me? You asshole. I thought we were friends. <laughs> you never told me anything. <laughs> I've been waiting for this, okay? I've been waiting for this. <sighs> hey, why didn't uh, why didn't anybody let me know that uh, let me know that Ted was uh, going to Survivor Series? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, here, here's the thing, Steve. <laughs> I. I the original fifth member for the Brutes was gonna be me, and then Ko was like their their backup plan, and um, like I I, I they just didn't offer me enough money, so they went with Ko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I can see myself like, like, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Now, uh, I'll oh, go ahead. Or not? Okay. Um. Do you guys have any other topics you want to bring up before we wrap up here for this week? You know, give me one second. There was something I remember reading this past week. I don't know what it was, but it's stuck on my phone. All right. Give you a, give you a moment here. Um, while Steve looks up, uh, I'll just do a quick plug. Uh, follow the show on Twitter. Sharks, or not Sharks, Bond. Crap. Uh, the, uh, Wrestling Show 11. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, email wrestlingman at wrestlingshow.com. Join our Facebook group. We have over 500 members in our Facebook group, so please come and join. Um, and also check out, I guess since I accidentally said it, I'll mention it, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. This week, I reviewed the Season 17 episode, Ginger Cow. Ginger Cow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think I remember that episode. It was a good one. Well, you'll have to check out this to hear what I thought of it. Um. Oh, you know what? Non non wrestling relate. Eh, no. Yeah. I, I'll mention it to you anyway. Ted, we'll have a talk real quick about this. Sure. Uh, the Nashville Predators Arena. Their main water broke. The water main break broke. Wow. They had to cancel their game today, and they're not sure about tomorrow. Oof. That's a, that's a tough one. Hey, so, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't find it. I, I think I was just reading something I thought was interesting, but yeah, I couldn't find it. Is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up or mention? Um, hmm. I think we pretty much covered all the bases on that one, on this one, actually. 
Ted, any anything you could think of real quick? Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, there are things that I'm that are spinning around my head, but no announcements just yet. Okay. Oh, um, I will. I will say this. WrestleMania next year, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. For the first time ever, we're gonna have John Cena, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin all wrestling on the same fucking card. Wow. Ooh, is that is that your prediction? Uh, that is my prediction, and I know it's gonna happen. All right, that's a good prediction. Yeah, that's a good one, dude. LA. Uh, that is the media. That is the media center of the country, really. So, who knows what's going to happen? But yeah. Yeah. Do you guys agree or disagree? Ooh. Wow, that's such a hard question. Um, I'm going to say one of them does not wrestle for WrestleMania. I don't know which one, but I'm going to say one of them doesn't. If I had to take a guess, I'm going to guess it's going to be The Rock, and only because uh, the movie commitments and the insurance related, uh, he would get sued if he did. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do The Rock and Roman Reigns. Yeah, I don't know. That, that uh, um, actually... Let's close this off. Let's close, let's close the podcast off with this. Okay. The Rock and Roman Reigns was that a fan initiated rumor, or was that WWE? Is that sounds like fan uh, fan fantasy booking? You know what I mean? I'm gonna say a little from each side. Has Vince, Brock, or Roman ever actually indicated anything about it? No. No. There's... Damn, this is so good. Um... Up until recently, when The Rock, you know, uh, in an interview, or what, I don't know what it was, but did you see it? No, I haven't. No, don't get me wrong, you know, fantasy booking, absolutely, but fantasy booking is like Hogan and Austin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, the thing with The Rock is he can go. Nobody ever said he couldn't go. The thing is, his primary responsibility is not wrestling anymore. Uh, movies and stuff like that, like, that is legitimately, like, he could get sued over that shit. <laughs> and I think if The Rock was going to be wrestling... He would need to train his body differently because right now he's a severely muscular guy. He wouldn't, he, he's not built for speed. He's built for action movies and stuff like that. So if he was built, if he was training to wrestle at WrestleMania, I think he'd be looking different. And if he didn't, if, if he didn't look different and if he didn't change his conditioning, uh, to, for more of a wrestling suitable row, he could injure himself, which is the whole yeah. point of why I think he's not going to do it. Because I, you know, next year he's busy as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just you've been around long enough. 
I know you guys have been watching wrestling longer than I have been, but um, you want to see it happen. It'd be fun. It'd be exciting. But like, he didn't wrestle last year. He didn't wrestle the year before. He didn't wrestle the year before. He didn't wrestle the year before. When was the last time he actually wrestled at WrestleMania? WrestleMania twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. twenty nine. Yeah, so it's been nine years. He's mm-hmm. he's done a couple of he's done a couple of like one off things. I remember he uh he had like something at WrestleMania against the Wyatt family. Um, but nothing extensive or too demanding. No, which, no, is, no, which no, is what no, a wrestling no, match is. We're talking so about then, a full blown wrestling match, not just a. Then, then we're gonna go with twenty nine. Nothing since his feuds with Cena. So, you know, he may end up having something, you know, who knows? Uh, They can do whatever they want, but. Yeah. I I guess the most logical thing is take a closer look at his schedule for next year, see what he's booked for around WrestleMania time. And, you know, if there's actually anything big, yeah, he's not a wrestler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the most common fucking sense way of doing that one. True. And we can actually verify that within less than five seconds. Right. It's all public knowledge. So, he... Oh, this just got more interesting. Okay. There is nothing on his schedule planned for production within the next six months. It's possible. You'll look That's on it. I'm thinking. This is from imdb.com. Everything that is, he has one thing in, uh, in pre-production. It's a small thing, but yeah, Red One, which is filming. But over the next six months, nothing. So, the Rock and Roman Reigns may be on for all I fucking know. See it, but I don't know. Um. I think it's all going to depend on if Rock shows up tomorrow night. Hey, Ted, are you going to mark out if Rock comes out? Uh, I'm probably, I would probably, I, I would probably be busy recording it. <laughs> well, I might, I might not totally mark out, but uh, I, I definitely record it and like, like send it to you guys. All right. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think on that note, we'll wrap it up here for this week. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. And... Enjoy the Survivor Series this Saturday. So we'll talk to you all next time right here on That Wrestling Show. Pretty good.